Shas Illuminated presents the following shir by Rabbi Meir Turin. Meseches Tainus has been dedicated by Mr. Aaron Zweig, Le'iloi Nishmas Reb Shimon ben Nechemyah Halevi. The Mishnah in the beginning of the third parak of Meseches Tainus teaches us, Seder Tainus Eilu Ha'amar Birvir Rishayna. All the Tanesim that we've been discussing till now, the different Seder, or the different amount of Tanesim, until it culminates with the seven most stringent fasts, are only Ha'amar Birvir Rishayna, are referring to when the rain has not come, it's tearing and it's coming. However, things begin to grow, and they begin to grow abnormally, we are Masriya about that miyad. And if it begins to rain, and then there's a break in the rainfall of 40 days, we are Masriya as well. Because it's a case of food shortage. Then the Mishnah continues, It begins to rain, a grain which is only good enough for the tzmachim, for the small crops, but not for the trees. We are masri in all these cases right away. Now there's a three-way machlekes rishonim. How exactly to understand the Mishnah when the Mishnah describes the chiv of hasra? Rashi and Taisus both understand that the Mishnah means to say that in all the cases mentioned above, it has the chaymer, like the seven last fasts that are happening when it's not rain, and there's the tainus and shifris blown. The Ravid, however, holds the masrin of our Mishnah means merely the blowing of shifris, and the Rambam agrees to the Ravid in the aspect that our Mishnah means to say that it's more kuladik, you don't have both things that are done on the Sheva, Tainus, Achrainus. However, he just argues on one point with the Ravid, where the Ravid says what we do is merely Shifris. The Ramam Shita is, what our Mishnah means to say is, what we do merely a Tainus. This is how the Beis Yosef and the Bach and Simit Tafkaf Ayin Hay understand the Rambam. Now the Ritva comes along and he comes to explain where did the Ravid take out his Shita, that when we say Masriyan in our Mishnah, the halacha is that it means not like the Sheva Achreinus, which have the full severity of both fasting and shifris, but rather all you have to do is Hasra of shifris. The Ritva says perhaps the Ravid came from the Lashna Mishnah. Since the Mishnah says, We are Masri of Neshi Makas B'Tzairis, because it's a case of a food shortage. If so, it's Mashma. And it does not have the severity of like a Rav, which calls for both fasting and Shifris. And therefore the Ravid says, our Mishnah must mean that all you do is merely Shifris. The Ritva says, perhaps as well, the Ravid understood that our Mishnah cannot mean that it has the severity like of the Shavach Rainus, which calls for both fasting and Shifris. Because how could it be that in our Mishnah, one of the cases is, Yardel Tzmachan of Eloi Yardel Ilan, if it begins to rain for the Tzmachan, but not for the trees, we are Masriya. Or for the Ilan, and for now for the Tzmachan. Now we know if it doesn't rain at all, it doesn't call for both Hasra and Shifris. Only once we're up to the Shemitinus Achrinus do we have both. And therefore, Zakhtar the Ravid held, that it wouldn't make sense to say that in a case where it didn't rain at all, all you do is fasting. And yet in a case where it rains for the tree and not for the tzmachim, suddenly we're going to Masriyam both do fasting and shifris. Therefore, this forced the Ravid to say that when our Mishnah says Masriyan, our Mishnah means merely the blowing of the shifris. However, the Ritva himself, Lafia Emes, does not agree with the Mahalach of the Ravid. Number one, he says it bothers him, according to the Ravid, the Lashon of the Mishnah is off, because the Mishnah says, Masriya Nalei miyad. In these cases, like Tzmachim Shashanu, we are Masriya right away. 
He says, according to the Raivid, the Lashon the Mishnah should use is al tzmachim sheshanu masrin aleim bilvad. When it comes to these things which are not as severe, therefore all one must do is masriya belowing the shifres. The Lashon masrin aleim miyad will be mashin. The Mishnah is coming to tell us that when these things happen, there's a sense of urgency and we must be masriya right away. Number two, the Ritva says, this whole Chiddush that derived it saying that our Mishnah means to be Masriya with Shifris, though there is no fast, he says we never find such a concept. The only Indian of Shifris we find in the Gemara is Shifris that are blown on the Seder Habrachis of the Tainus Tibor. And therefore, how could the Mishnah mean to say this new Din of Masriya, which means merely Shifris, which we never find? And if the Mishnah means to be Machadish, this new Chiddush, such a thing the Mishnah should have spoken out. And finally, the Ritva says, earlier on Yud Beis on the Beis, we find that the Indian of Shifris is something that's only done with Saif Bakash's Rachamim. When we have fasted many times and we've exhausted that Eifin, the last thing we do is the blowing of Shifris. And like the Gemara Yud Gimel on the Beis in Tainus says, this is something which is only Naig by the Shev Achreinus. So how could the Ravid say this is something that we do, Miyat? Therefore, the Ritva himself, Lufia Emes, goes with the Mahalach of Rashi and Taisvis and the Ramban, that our Mishnah is indeed saying a Chumrah. Our Mishnah is saying that this, that we have a Seder, and we wait till the Sheva Achreinus, to call for both Tainus and Shifris, that is limited only to when the rain is tearing and it's coming. Because since that is not such an abnormal thing, sometimes such a thing happens, therefore we don't see it necessarily as a Gzair Shemayim. However, our Mishnah says, when it begins, things begin to grow, and yet they grow abnormally. Or rain begins to come, and then there's a break of 40 days. Though the Mishnah says it's only a makas pitzairis, it's, it's merely an issue of, of a food shortage. However, zakter is said that when it comes to being geyser hasra of tainus and shayfris, we do not merely look at the tzara itself, how severe the tzara is. But rather, a major factor is seeing if this tzara means that there's a shamayim, which is calling out to us to do tshuva. And therefore, that is the kavan of the Mishnah. Only when rain does not come in its proper time, since that is something which is not totally abnormal, that happens many a times, therefore we cannot look at it like a Gzeresh However, the Mishnah says, when certain things happen which are totally abnormal, things begin to grow but they're growing wrong, or rain begins to fall and there's a break of 40 days in between, so the Mishnah says this is like a case of a food shortage, but even though it's only like a food shortage, however, since this is an abnormal thing, Therefore, we see like Gzeir Shamayim telling us that we must do tshuva, and therefore there's a mechaiv of hasra of both shayfaris and tainus. The Ritva explains that is pshat as well in the Mishnah. It says, That if rain falls on, on the trees, only rain which is good for the trees, but not for the tzmachim, not for stam plants, over there we must be masriya. And yes, definitely this is not as bad in severity for rain not coming at all. A rain not coming at all, we could just attribute to being that sometimes that's the dark. Sometimes rain is, sometimes rain tarries and it's coming. However, when rain falls enough for a tree, but not for tzmachim, or specifically rain falls which is good for tzmachim and not for a tree, from the here it's nika, there's exer shamayim on that min, and therefore we have to be masriya. Now we spoke out previously that the Ramam and the Ravid both agree that the Astra of our Mishnah is a kula. Is more kuladik than the Sheva Achreinus. The whole point of the Machlekes is, what does Hasra mean? Does it mean merely Shifris, which is the sheet of the Ravid, or does it mean merely Tainus? It explains Shat in the Rambam that the reason why the Rambam wanted to learn that Hasra means merely Tainus and not merely Shifris is because he held of the Kasha that the Torah has on the Ravid. 
that Shifers we seem to only find only on the Seydah Brachas of a Tainus Tibor. And therefore the Raman learned Asrova here means merely Tainus. He also held that the Kasha of the Ritva, Shifers is something we only find by the Chaimer of the Shavach Rainus, like the Gemara said previously. And therefore the Raman says Asrova here means merely Tainus. Now as far as the Shitas Haraivid, one can have Yimiyashah, the Shitas Haraivid, in the following way. The Ravid will tell you, this that we find Hasra only on the Seyed HaBrachas, the Ravid will tell you there are two different types of Shifras. There is one Halacha of Shifras, which is the Indian of Tefillah, like we'll explain further. And the male of that Indian of Shifras is Davka Shayach on the Seyed HaBrachas of the Tefillah of the Tainus Tibor. And the Ravid held that there's a totally different Indian of Shifras as well. There's a second halacha of Shifris, which serves as a wake-up call. Like the Pasuk says, talk on be'er, When a Shifr will signal in a city, and people will not get scared. And like the Ramam says in Hilchus Tshuva, that a Shifr symbolizes Uri Yashayin those who slumber should wake up and inspect their ways. Now where do we find the second inn of Shifris, that it's an inn of Tefillah? The Gemara Masechus Rosh Hashanah Daf Chav Vav Amabeis writes that there's a mila to use on Rosh Hashanah a shayfer which is kafav which is bent over, and the reason is because it's similar to tefillah where a person stands kafav with Hashem bent over in front of Hashem. Rashi Masechus Rosh Hashanah explains since the shayfer is a bala tefillah it comes for a tefillah therefore it should symbolize tefillah where a person is bent over. The Birchas Avram over there, Mesaphis Rosh Hashanah, brings down, according to this, from the Briskarov. The Briskarov had explained this that we say on Rosh Hashanah, after the blowing of the Shifras. We say that a Kaddish Baruch Hu is maven umazin umakshiv, l'kol tekiyah seinu. He listens and understands the call of our tekiyah. And we say as well, He hears the sound of the true of Kla Yisrael Barachamin. He says this Lashen only makes sense if the Tekiah is like a Tefillah. And therefore we're saying HaKadosh Baruch Hu analyzes and understands the special Tefillah which comes through the Shaifer. Rabbi Yitzhak Saratskin Shlita as well explains Lefizeh, the Gemara Masechus Roshon, Adaf Chav Vav Amir Aleph, where the Gemara says, Vatetev Lashem Yishor Par. And the Gemara dodges that to mean Vatetev Lashem Yishayfar. Or Trashi says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, my Tefillah is more special to you than the Shaifer. What is the connection between these seemingly two things which have no connection with each other? Rabbi Yitzhak Saratskin explains based on the Briskarov, because the Kail Tekiah also is an Indian of Tefillah. And therefore he's saying that Hashem might personal Tefillah, which is said by my mouth, Vatetev Hashem Bishayfer. It was even more dear to Hashem than the Tefillah which comes about through the blowing of the Shayfer. According to this, we could come back and answer the Shitas Haraivid. The Raivid will say, yes, Enechanami. This that we generally find Shifras, I'll say there at Tefillah, I'll say there Abrachis. That is as far as the blowing of Shifras, which is an inning of Tefillah. And therefore, it's appropriate that it's blown together with the Shemayna Esrei, with the extra Brachas of Bakasha Sarachamim. And this that the Gemara in says, we only find the Levisayf Bakasha Sarachamim. True, that is the Shifra, which is a Chalik of the Tefillah. However, the rivet holes, Armish is coming to tell us that there's another type of shifras. There's a shifra which serves as a wake-up call. And as far as that shifra is concerned, our Mishnah says, even if all you have is smachim sheshanu, or pasku gesham ben geshem le geshem, there pachas, we have to blow a shifra, the shifra of serving as a wake-up call. And as far as the question of the ritva, 
that such a thing, the Mishnah, should have been Mechadish, the rival will tell you that since this is the more Pashta meaning of what a Shaifer is, like the Ferish of Pasuk, if you talk a Shaifer in the ear of Amalia Khradu, can a Shaifer blow in a city and not, and people should not be scared and not wake up? And therefore, that Mishnah didn't feel has to introduce something Mechadish, that is a Dover Pasha. The Mishnah had said, if there was enough rain for both the trees and the crops, but not enough to fill up the reservoirs of water, the bayers, the shichin, and the yad, we must be masriya about that right away. Rashi over here in Debea Maschal, the bayers, shichin, and points out that all these three items are based concealis megashamim lishdia, are things that are used to gather in rainfall for the purpose of drinking. And the Rashashim Masechtis Erevin and Afchaf Aleph asks from the Sugi over there. The Sugi in Erevin is mashma that made virus, water that is found in a pit, is not royal Ashtiyas Mayim. If so, how do we resolve this contradiction between the two Sugi's? The Tehili Yaina wants to say that the Sugi in Erevin is talking about as far as Shabbos is concerned. And it's saying that on Shabbos, the water is not considered royal for Ashtiya of a person. Because since the water is in a bar, in a pit, therefore there's dirt which is mixed in with the water. The only way to make a royal ishtia would be to misan in it, to sift the water out, which is forbidden on Shabbos. Therefore, mea bar, as far as Shabbos is concerned, is not royal ishtia. However, Armish is talking generally during the week, during the week where you can rid the water of the dirt, therefore it's considered royal ishtia. And the Mishnah had said as well, So to a city where rain did not fall upon it, So that city as well must be Masriya. Now the Ran explains that even though the city which did not get rain is not any worse where generally we know when it does not rain, we are not Masriya right away, but rather it's a gradual process until we reach the level of Asra. The Ran explains that that's why our Mishnah brings down a Pasuk. It brings down a Pasuk to say that in a case where one city gets rain and the city right next to it does not get rain, that signalizes again a Gzerim and a Shamayim on the city that did not get rain, that Shamayim is being Teveya, the city to do tshuva, and therefore they must be Masriya right away. And the Mishnah taught us Allah that that city is Mis'ane Umasras and all the surrounding cities. So in that we have a Machlekes between Rabbi Akiva and the Tanikama. The surrounding cities, according to the Tanikama, do Tainus and not the blowing of Shifris. And according to Rabbi Akiva, the surrounding cities blow Shifris and not Tainus. And the same Machlekes, Rabbi Akiva and the Tanikama, we find Vaiter in the Mishnah, a city which one city had Devrum Mapilus. So the city itself that has the Devrum Mapilus within it is Mis'ana Umasras. And the surrounding cities, according to the Tanakama, is just Mis'ana, the Leimasriyais, fasts without blowing of Shifris. According to Rabbi Akiva, they are Masriya, the surrounding cities, blow Shifris and do not do Tainus. And the question is, what exactly is the Yisrael of the Machlaikas between Tanakama and Rabbi Akiva? The Birchus Avram wants to explain, based on the Rambam, the beginning of Hilchus Tainus. The Rambam, the beginning of Hilchus Tainus, writes, Mitzvah say there is a positive mitzvah in Atayra, Lizaik, Uleharia, Bechatzaitris, Al Kol Tzara, Shetavei El Tzibar. To blow and be Masriya, Bechatzaitris, on every Tzara which comes upon the Tzibar. The Birchus Avram says, Meduyik and the Shittas HaRambam, that the Chiyav of blowing Bechatzaitris is only when the Tzara is already upon the Tzibar. He wants to explain, therefore, that is the point of Machlaikas between Rabbi Akiva and the Tanakama. According to the Tanakama, the surrounding cities only fast, but they do not blow Shifras, the Chiv de Raisa, 
of blowing shifres because it's not called that they're inside the tsara. They're within the tsara already. The tsara is only in the city that's next to them. However, the surrounding cities have not yet been affected, and therefore there is no chiv of blowing shifres. Mashenken, according to Rabbi Akiva, the fact that they're surrounding this city that's already in the tsara, that's already considered that the cities directly around them are in the tsara as well. Especially the way Rashi explains that the city which does not have food will now go to the outside cities to go to their markets to purchase food, and therefore they will call, cause that there will be a rub in the outside city as well. And in the Yushalmi we find another Mahalach, how to explain the Mahalachas between the Tanakhama and Rabbi Akiva. The Yushalmi over here, Masechtas Tainus writes, that according to the Tanakhama, he compares the surrounding cities to Yom Kippur, and therefore they're supposed to fast. And according to Rabbi Akiva, the surrounding cities he compares to Rosh Hashanah, and therefore there's the blowing of Shifris. It's Masha from the Yushalmi, that the Yushalmi's understanding just like Rosh Hashanah, we know, is like the Tchilas Din, is the beginning of the judgment, but it's only completely sealed on Yom Kippur, that's considered the Gemar Hadin. The question over here we've seen in Tanakh Kama and Rabbi Akiva is, how to view the surrounding cities? According to the Tanakh Kama, we've already reached the point of the Gemar Din, because since the inside city is affected, and especially the Rashi says that they're going to purchase things in the outside cities, and they will cause famine in the outside cities, therefore we've already reached the level of Gemar Din. Therefore, the Tanakhama says they're supposed to fast similar to Yom Kippur. Ashenken, according to Rabbi Akiva, since Saif Kal Saif, the Tzara is only Bapayal in the inside city at this point, the Melet's only considered on the level of the Tchilastin, and therefore it's more appropriate to blow Shifres similar to Rosh Hashanah. In the end of the round, we find a third Mahalach, Hadulli Mazber, the Machaikas, Tanakhama, Rabbi Akiva. The Ran explains that the site of the Chiv of the surrounding cities is because there's a Chiv to Mishtatif with the Tsar that the Tzibor is in. The concept of Imei Anaychi B'Tsara. And therefore the Birchaz Avram explains, according to the Tanik Hamla, he holds the Iker, most proper way to Mishtatif in the Tsar of the inside city, is to physically feel pain similar to the inside city. And therefore the surrounding cities, the proper response is for them to fast as well. Ashenkin Rabbi Akiva holds, since we find the Shaifers, the Kayach, to break a Gzera, therefore it's more appropriate that surrounding cities should mishtatif in the Tsar, the inside city, by blowing Shaifers in order to hopefully help him evatel the horrible Gzera. The Mishnah teaches us that a city where there's Mapeles within that city, that city must be Mis'ana Umasras. Rashi explains the Mapeles means that the walls and the houses of the city are being knocked down by very fierce winds. The Rambam in Perak Beiz Mehilchus Tainus Halachi Yibbeiz writes the following Ala Mapeles Ketzad. What is the case of Mapeles? Haresha Ribsa Beir Mapeles Ksalim Ibriyim Sheinam Aimdim Mitzad Hanar. If you have a city, where many silent, very strong walls are being knocked down. These walls are not standing by the river, so they're strong, fortified walls, yet they're falling down. Harezu tsara, this constitutes a tsara. Umis'anin umasriyan aleha. Or you must be mis'anin and be masri about it. V'chein al-arash. And so to an earthquake that takes place in a city. V'alaruchais. Shemapilin esabinyin v'hargin. Or winds blowing down binyanim and killing people. Mis'anin umasriyan aleha. We must be mis'anin and be masriya. Now the Rambam does not explain to us how many houses or how many walls need to fall down in order for it to have a status of mapoles with a chiv to masriya with both misane, both fasting and with shifris. The Ritva and Davchafam obeys Masechtas Tainis, Divri Amaschel, Vechein Ha'ir, brings down the sheet of the Rambam, and he says that the Loi Nasan Harav, 
He points out this Shiloh on the Rambam. The Rambam does not explain to us how many houses need to fall in order for it to be considered Mapilas. The Rambam just writes a blanket statement, Asher the Ritva says, perhaps the Shir by Mapilas is three houses, similar to Dever, which is three people dying in three days. And he says, in Echanami, there'll be a difference, however. When it comes to Dever, there's a difference between a large city or a small city, and there's a difference whether it happens all in one day or three different days. Over here, the Ritva says, there will be no such distinction. However, it will be taught, the Ritva says, perhaps, in three houses falling. However, the Ritva says, the Rambam, however, did not explain to us how many it is. Now, it's interesting that the Rambam, the Eistachais, does not agree with the Ritva. And the Rambam holds for some reason when it comes to the falling of the houses, when it comes to Mapilas, it is not decided based on three houses falling. And it's a Tzorach in what exactly is the Machaikas here between the Rambam and the Ritva. The Mishnah continues and it says, Ezo Dever, what is considered Dever, a city which has a population of 500 and three people die in three days, that is considered Dever. Anything less than this is not considered Dever. Now the Machaber and Shulchan Aruch, Simen Tafkuf, Ayin Vav, Sif Beis, Paskins this way. The Magan of Rome over there in Sifkatim Beis, however, writes the following. Bismana said that there are many issues in the air, the germs being carried in the air. Therefore, Bismana said the Minug is that even in a case where there's a city that has Dever, one should not fast in order not to lower his immune system and cause himself to get severely sick. The Agayis Chsam Seifer, based on this Magan of Rome, writes that in his Kehila, when there once was a plague going around in Preshburg, he told his Kehila not to fast on Yom Kippur based on this mother of Avram, that they should not put themselves besakana. Now the Mishnah teaches us, about the following things, we are a Masriya Bechol Makim all over. Rashi explains, what does it mean Bechol Makim? Rashi says, it means anyone who hears about this calamity is supposed to be Masriya. Masriya Nalea, Anyone who hears about it should be and that this thing should not befall upon them. The Taisis Yantiv explains the Kavona of Rashi. That Rashi was bothered by the Lashna Mishnah, and about these things we are Masriya Bechalmaka, and wherever you are, because there is no time in the world, and some of the things mentioned are Cherev, people being killed in different places. Now, these things, at any given time in the world, at some point in the world, these things are happening. If so, the whole world should constantly be in a state of Masriya. Therefore, Rashi explained that Bechal Makim does not mean literally every single place. But Bechal Makim means wherever a person hears about this thing, there's an obligation for him to be Masriya. And one of the items mentioned in the Mishnah, with is a Chiyav Hasra Bechal Makim, is Yerakim. Rashi over here in Masechtas Tainus explains that Yerakim means a chayli, means a sickness. Which seemingly Rashi is explaining, it goes on a person, that people are getting sick. And so is the Ranim Mefarish and other Rishayinim. And according to this, Yerakim comes from the Lashon of turned green, that the person's face has turned green like the green of the field, he has gotten sick. The Rav, however, brings down other Pirushim, which the Ritva goes with this Mahalach as well, that Yerakin means that the Tfua is affected, that the Tfua is being damaged. And so, too, the Chedush Yashem brings down Mishem the Ramban. The Chedush Yashem, however, is Ma'ayr, that it would seem to be a contradiction in Rashi over here to Rashi Alatayra. Rashi over here says Yerakin means the person got sick. However, Rashi and Chumash in Devarim Chav Ches, Chav Beis, writes that Yerakein means Yavish, that the Tfua is Nafachli Yerakein, that the Tfua has gone bad. The Sasemes goes further and he says he doesn't even understand Rashi by us. 
Rashi explains Yerakim means a person is sick. He says it's not mashma that way from the Gemara later on on Chafbezam and Aleph, where the Gemara over there says Shidafain and Yerakim is Bekolshehu. Even a small amount. If the pshat is, it means chayli, mistamet would need to be with three people, three people getting sick, similar to Deva. Also, b'chal, what does it mean to call you a small amount? What does it mean a small amount when you talk about a person getting sick? And therefore he says, this Fasema says, right place can explain, Yerakain means the tua. Now as far as the Chidushi Anche Shem's question, that there would seem to be a stira to overhear Rashi and Tainus, to Rashi Alatayra, According to what the Maritzchias writes in the beginning of Masechtas Tainus, that he feels that Rashi on Masechtas Tainus is not Rashi, but rather is another one of the Rishayinim, and it's, it would seem to support this Mahalcha as well, the fact that throughout Masechtas Tainus, we don't really have Tainus bringing down Rashi and asking questions on Rashi, similar to what we have in other Masechtas, but rather most of the Tainus seem to just be echoing the Rashi that we have in front of us. That would also be Mashma, that there wasn't a Rashi on Masechtas Tainus that Tainus had to come on. According to that, there would be no contradiction between the Mepharish over here and Mesechtas Tainus who explains that Yerakin means a sickness of a person, to Rashiyon Chumash who explains Yerakin means a sickness of the Tua. Now the Mishnah continues and the Mishnah teaches us, Al-Elu Masri and Bishabbos, about the following things we are Masriya, even on Shabbos. Al-Irshu a city which is surrounded by the Gentiles, Ainahor or a raging river, Al-Asfina, Amitarefes Bayam, or a ship which is, which is in danger at sea, they could call for help, but they cannot call out B'tfila. Now the Kavur Sari has a very strong question on our Mishnah. Our Mishnah goes ahead and makes a list of the different things we are Masriya about if it happens on Shabbos. The Gemara has another case where there's Hasra even on Shabbos. One is Masri about boils on Shabbos. And like the Gemara over there explains, Shrin Yavesh were referring to dry boils, which was the Maka in Mitzrayim. And if so, how come the Tana leaves out this case? The Gemara Sari wants to offer two Mahalchem. Number one, he says, perhaps because, like we mentioned previously, that the din to Masriya B'Shabbos on Shechin is limited only to Shechin Yavesh, dried out Shechin. However, on Shechin Lach, wet Shechin, there is no din to Masriya. Therefore, it's not a clear-cut thing to Masriya on Shechin. And therefore, the Tana left it out. He only wanted to list in the Mishnah things that are clear-cut. Or perhaps the Gevur Sari says, we can say a different answer, that since Hasra is only about Shechin Yavesh, and the Gemara Mesechtas Bechiris on Daf Mem Aleph Amad Aleph teaches us that a behemah with Shechin Yavesh is considered a Maka She'en L'Refua. The animal is considered a Balmum because it's something which will never go away. It's a Maka which has no means of healing. If so, when we talk about being Masriya on Shechin Yavesh, we're obviously not talking about being Masriya for the aid of the person who's been affected with the Shechin Yavesh. Because like we know, one is not Masriya when it comes to an ace. The says, where do I know that we are not Masriya when it comes to a nace? Because our Nachman teaches us in the bottom of the Amud that the Mishnah describes a case of Asra when things begin to grow and they grow abnormally. Our Nachman says, however, Dafka Nishtanu, the Dinti Masriya is only when things grow abnormally. But if they got completely dried out, one would not go ahead and be Masriya. And the Gemara explains, the reason is, according to one explanation of Rashi, is because once it's dried out, to daven now would be davening for an open miracle, and therefore we're not miskal for an open miracle, and therefore it's a tzfilah shav. 
Therefore, Zatik Vurusari, since Shchin Yavesh the Gemara Machiris teaches us is something which is Ein Lo Rafua. So when the Gemara Machiris says we are Masri on Shchin Yavesh, we obviously are not talking about being Masriya for the person himself who's been afflicted, but rather we're being Masriya for the people around him that they should not be contaminated as well with the Shchin Yavesh. If so, Zatik Vurusari, Hasra by Shchin is not comparable, is not similar to any of the cases mentioned in our Mishnah. All the cases mentioned in our Mishnah, Masriya B'Shabes, are when we're Masriya for the people themselves who are already in the Tzara. Like the city which is surrounded by the Nachrim, or surrounded by the raging river, or the Sfina that's Mitarefes Bayam. Masha'enkin Shechin Yavish, where the Asra is for the other people not to be affected, since it is not similar to the other cases, therefore the Tana leaves it out. However, the Gvur Sari then says, these Terutsim would seem to be good answers, however, will not resolve a question from the Gemara and Baba Basra. The Gemara and Baba Basra and Aftzali Aleph, Amit Aleph, teaches us, Masriyan al-Prakmatya b'Shabis. We are Masriya when the merchandise that is used for people's livelihood is being affected, we are Masriya about that, even on Shabbos. And the question, therefore, is, how come Artana left out this case? Dr. Gvurasari, so what do we have to say? We have to say, Tana Vishayar. We have to say, though there are other cases as well, we are, we are, which we are Masriya in, on, even on Shabbos. However, the Tana did not mention every last case. However, the Gvurasari says, we know the Gemara throughout Shas. Whenever we want to say that Etana was Tanavishayar, he left out some cases. On that, the Gemara immediately asked the question, My Shire, the High Shire. One cannot just say that Tana left something out unless he has a proof where we see that he left out a different case as well. So then we could say he left out this second case as well. However, as like the Gurusari, if the only case that he left out was Prakmatya, that was the only case which should have been mentioned, we're going to have the problem of My Shire, the High Shire. Therefore, the Gvurasari says the truth must be that the reason why he left out the case of Shechin Yavesh has nothing to do with the answers that I gave previously, but rather the Tano just left out some cases he did not go ahead and mention every last case. And therefore, we can say he left out both the case of Prakmatya and both the case of Shechin Yavesh, and therefore, there's no question of my Shire, the High Shire. Now, the Mishnah had taught us that about these things, one is Elti Masriya, even on Shabbos. Rabbi Yaisi argues even on this, and he says that even with these things, you can only call out for help, but you cannot call out Betfila. We see from the Tanakhama and Rabbi Yaisi that there's an Isser of Bakashas Tachnunim on Shabbos. And their whole Machaikas is, perhaps, these cases, there's an exception to that Allah. And so it is Paskin in Shulchan Aruch, and Elchus Shabbos, in Simen Reish, Pechas, and the Machaber Sivtas, one is not tzayik and one does not call out on any tzara on Shabbos. Except for the tzara of livelihood. That one calls out with his mouth and not with the shayfer. And so a city that was surrounded by the non-Jews, a nahar or a river or a ship that's in danger at sea, Zayakin and Mishaninim mitfilus b'Shabbos avol ein taikin. One is Zayak and Mishanin on tefil on Shabbos, but one does not do the tekiah. Mechaber as well writes, Hu adin al yachin har nirdach mifnei akum. Hu adin, an individual does not have to be necessarily a tzibor, which is in tzara, but even a yachid who is nirdach mifnei akum being chased by the gayim, one can be mishan call out for the yachid. The Mechaber writes as well, Hu adin al chaylash yesh beisakana. That he's in danger on Shabbos itself. There's a possibility that he will die on this day. We scream out and we daven for him. And the Vilna Gain over there in Shulchan Aruch points out 
that the source for the Mechaber is this whole Isser to Davin and Krayat on Shabbos. The Mechaber is our Sugya, our Mishnah. That only in these specific cases was the Tanakama Mater, which is Mashma in any other case, there's an Isser of Techino Shabbos. The Magan Avram over there in Sifkatan Yudalit points out that a Chayla who is not Mesukin today, there's no, he's not in a grave danger on Shabbos itself. Therefore, one does not have a hetter to mischanen and to be avakish on Shabbos. And the Morgan of Rome, in fact, says, It's a wonder by him. He doesn't understand what is the pshat, the minute that the chazan says that Mishaberach for someone who's sick. Because in the Mishaberach, he says, Hamakim Yishalich Rafua Shalema, Kadesh Baruch, which is send the sick person Rafua Shalema. He says, This is something which is Asr, like it's Mavur and Simen Reish Pezayin. The Magan Avram means to say that over there in Shulchan Aruch in Simen Reish Pezayin it says that one is allowed to visit someone who is a chayla on Shabbos, a sick person on Shabbos. However, he should not say to him when he leaves, similar to what a person said, when he leaves a sick person during the weekday. But rather, all he should say is, Shabbos him, he lives like it is Shabbos and therefore it is forbidden for me to cry out. Urufua kroi velavai, and the Rafua is close in coming. Viracham of Merubim, and his Rachmanis is great. Vishabato yishalim. And the Tama Iser, the Machatz Hashekel explains, Bishem Duran, the reason why it's Aser to be Mespalo, Mimavakish, on the Chaylon Shabbos, is because the concern is he's going to be Ma'er by himself, mercy, and feeling the pain of the Chayla, and he'll begin to cry when he remembers and thinks about what the Chayla is going through. And that is the Yisrael of the Iser to Mavakish on the Chayla of Shabbos. Now in Hilchus Rosh Hashanah and Simen Tafkuf Peidal and Sif Aleph, over there the Ramah writes that if it's Shabbos, we do not say the special tefillah of Avinu Malkeinu. And the reason is, for the same reason mentioned above, that there's an Iser to be Shoyal Tzorach of Shabbos, Iser for a person to ask his personal needs on Shabbos, like it says over there in the Mishnah Baruch. However, the Ramon Hilchus Shabbos in Simen Reish Peidal at Sif Zion writes, Noigan Leimar Yikam Porkan. The Minnik is to say Yikam Porkan. The Ema Zemishim Iser Techina Bishabbos. And there is no prohibition of the Mispal Techina Bakashis Rachamim on Shabbos. The Berchus Avram and Mesechta Shabbos on Dafyid Beis really asks us for a question. What is the difference between Avinu Malkeinu, where over there is Paskin and Shulchan Aruch and Hilchus Rosh Hashanah? That one should not say Avinu Malkeinu on Shabbos because the prohibition of Vimevakish Tachnunim on Shabbos. And yet when it comes to Yikamporkan, that is something which we do say on Shabbos. He says perhaps Avinu Malkeinu, a person is getting more into the specifics of to send the Rafu Shlema to people who are sick and to give them a good judgment and therefore it's Ma'ira more Tsar. And therefore, it's Bechal, the Isser Techina, because we know the Isser Bakash on Shabbos is because of the concern that it will cause a person Mima'ira by him Tsar. Ashe'enkim Yikamporkan, which is Stam, more a general type of Bakasha, perhaps over there there is no Isser of Techina on Shabbos. However, the Berchus of himself says that it's not clear to him exactly the Gedar Advarim, what is, what is included in the Isser of Techina of Shabbos, and what is permitted. As well, he points out, People have a minuk Friday night when they come home from shul. They say the special tefillah of Rebbeinu Shalaylam, which over there enumerates different bakashas, different things that we ask from Hashem. And over there as well, he says, he doesn't know exactly what is the hatter over there to say those tefillahs. The Birchus of Rama as well points out that the Gemara Masech, this Brachas and Aleph teaches us, and so it is Paschal and Shulchan Aruch, 
that if someone on Shabbos begins the Shemayin Esrei, and he begins to say, the Allah is, he should complete the bracha, and then continue with the rest of the tefillah of Shabbos. And the reason the Gemara brachas gives is, that really is obligated in the full Shemayin Esrei on Shabbos, and just Chazal did not want to be a person to say the whole entire Shemayin Esrei. So we see over there from the Gemara that as far as saying the brachas of Shemayin Esrei, there would have been no issue of Tuchin of Shabbos. And that is well, he wants to know, what is the difference between that and Avinu Malkeinu, where Avinu Malkeinu, we say, is forbidden to be said on Shabbos, and yet Atachainen and these other Bakashas in Shemayin Esrei seemingly would have been no issue. The Mishnah says further that Al-Kol Tzara Sibor Masri and Alea, for any Tzara that it should not come upon the Tzibor, we are Masri about it. The only exception is we are not Masriya if too much rain is coming. We are not Masriya that it should stop. The Mishnah tells us there was a story that they told to be mispowled that Gishamim should come. He told them, go out to your fields and bring in Tanure Psachim, bring in the ovens that you use to cook the carbon Pesach, that they should not be destroyed in the rain. His And then he went ahead and davened, and the rain did not fall. Ma'asa, what did he do? The Mishnah says, Ag Uga, he made himself a circle. Ama Besaicha, and he stood within it. Your children have placed their faith in me. I am like a son of your house in front of you. I refuse to leave the circle until you'll be merachem on your children. And the Gemara explains to us that the rain began to come until eventually they all went up to Yushalayim because of the so much rain. Now Rashi later on, Chavkim Lamed Aleph explains, Ag Uga means that he drew a circle. And so too in Menachas and Aftzani Dalet and Beis, it says over there in Rashi, that's why his name was Chaini Hamago, because of the circle that he drew. From here, in the Shalzichuas Yehuda Yala, in Chelik Aleph Arachayim Simen Kufnun Zayim, he brings a raya from here to the Pshat and the Minig of Klai Yisrael to make the matzis that we use on Pesach, Agulais, round. He says that in Shemais Yud Beis Lamites, we find the Pasik says, they baked the dough. Ugais matzais, matzais, which were ugais. And the question is, why does the Pasik have to tell us they baked matzais that were ugais? What is the nafkamina that they were ugais? He says from here the tires be maramis to us that they bedafkam baked matzis that were round matzis. And the reason why they dafka baked matzis that were round as opposed to being square. First explanation he gives is that since anius is something which goes around the world, which travels if a person is not an Ani, but in his future generations, Anias comes to him. And therefore, since Anias is something which is a Gilgal, like a round thing, which is Chayzav Ailam, which circles the world, and Matzah is a Zeicher, to Lechem Aini, therefore, Bedafkad is a Minog, to make Matzah, which is round. And he says, that's the Pshat, on the night of the Seder, we say, Halach Ma'anya. This Matzah, which symbolizes the Anias, we mean to be referring to the circular shape, which is Maramiz on Anias. Another Pshat, the Yehudiyala says, we can say why the matzahs, there's a minute bedavka to have round matzahs. He says, based on what the Prima Gadam writes in Simon Tuf Ayin Vav, that Avram Avinu al Vashalam died on Erev Pesach, and therefore we eat eggs on the night of the Seder, which is a Michael of Avelim, because eggs as well are round, because Avelis as well is something which is a Gilgal, Shechazar Ba'alam. If so, Huadin, we dafka eat matzahs, which are Agulais, Zechat Avelis of Avram Avinu, who is Nifter on Erev Pesach.
And finally, he says, a third explanation. Why is there a minute to have round matzahs? He says, perhaps the kapeda to make dafka round matzahs is based on the fact that in Mitzrayim, they actually had a minute dafka to make their bread with squares. He says, because this corresponded to the many different gods that they served, and therefore, Kenega that Klal Yisrael Badafka made round matzahs to symbolize that we believe in one God, which Enlai Tchil of Esaif has no beginning and has no end. He always was there and always will be there. And Mamela, we Dafka bake round matzahs. He says that's shot in the Pasuk and Pashas Mikates, where they say, Yoimar Simulachem. And it says, Yosef gave them bread by themselves and by the Mitzrayim by themselves. And the Pasuk says, The Mitzrayim were not able to eat the Lechem together with the Ivriim. He says, The issue was the Lechem. Because the Lechem was like a Te'eva, an abomination for the Mitzrayim. He says, because since the Mitzrayim Bidafka made their Lechem with corners to show their belief in many different gods, and the Ivriim made their bread round to show on Hashem Echad, Therefore, the Mitzrayim, seeing that, was a te'eva for them, and therefore they had to sit in separate places. According to this, it would seem that the Pshat Baichani Hamagla, as well, one could say, is that he made a round circle to show that we only believe in one Hashem, and in that tzachus, he should save us and bring us the rain. The Mabit in his Sefer Beisalikim wants to say another explanation. What was the Kavan of Chleni Amagol, the Dafka to make a circle and to stand within the circle and say, if you will not be Merachim Avonecha, I will not exit the circle. He says, because the circle symbolizes the globe. Now, the globe, most people in the world, Uma Sa'ilam, are under the Mazales and Shamayim, and therefore Chleni Amagol is saying, that if you will be merachim on us, I will step from outside the circle as if to symbolize that Klal Yisrael is not under the shlita of the mazalis. The Anhaga is not, the Kodesh is not manigam through the mazalis, but rather there is no mazal Yisrael, and the Kodesh is manning them with a special, extra special Ashkacha Pratis. Like it says by Avram Avinu, that he lifted Avram beyond the parameters of the world to show that Avram Avinu, Klal Yisrael, is not under the Hanhag of the Mazalais, but rather has direct Ashkacha with Hashem. Like it says in the Pasuk, The Chelek of Hashem is his nation, is Klal Yisrael. And like Rechaim Velazhenor once asked the Vilna Gaim, it says in the Medrash that Kaddish Baruch Hu is Sameach Bechalkai. Rechaim Velazhenor asked the Vilna Gaim, how does it pass to say about a Kaddish Baruch Hu Sameach Bechalkai if the whole world belongs to him? On that the Vilna Gaim answered, the Kavana is to this Pasuk in Chelek Hashem Amli. HaKadosh Baruch Hu's special portion is Klal Yisrael, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Sameach Bechalkai, no matter where they are, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Sameach, the fact that his Chelek is Klal Yisrael. The Gemara teaches us at the end of the Amid, or Nachman says, Nahara anahara bitsurasa, bedinta amedinta kafna. Meaning, that if there is no tvu in one city, however, there is tvu in another city, and it's possible to bring it derech the nahar on a boat across the river, in such a case, this has merely the status of bitsurasa, a food shortage, does not yet have the status of a rav of a famine. However, medinta amedinta kafna. If there is no food in this Medina, and the only way to bring it to the other Medina is through Chamayrim, is through donkeys, that already has a status of Kafna, of Rav, because it's not easy to bring food from one Medina to another Medina. Tysus explains what is the practical ramifications, whether something is classified as just being Bitsurasa, food shortage, to whether something has the classification of being Rav. 
Taisis says because when it comes to Bitsurasa, there is no dinti masriya with Tainus and Shifris. Only something which has the status of Rav is there a din of Masriyan. Therefore, Ramnathlan comes to teach us that when there's only a, merely a food issue of transporting the food across the river, that does not yet have the status of Kafna, and therefore there is no din to Masriya. Only when there's Medina la Medinta, there's an issue of bringing food over from a different Medina, then it has a status of Kafna, and there's halakha of Masriyan. Taisus then asks on himself, after all, our Mishra says that Tzmachim Sheshanu, in a case where the Tfua began to grow back row abnormally, or it began to rain and then it stopped, there was a break of rain of 40 days, the Mishnah says, they're all Masriya, because it is Makas Pitzaris, because it's a case of a food shortage. So it seems from our Mishnah that there is a Dinti Masriya on something which is merely a food shortage. And that explains the Shleimar, when we talk about Makas Pitzaris in our Mishnah, what we really mean to say is, we're about to reach a level where it will be a status of Rav. Because even though, yes, at this point, the Mishnah says, at this point, it is only a Makas B'tzairus, however, eventually it will lead to Rav, and therefore there's Alacha of Masriyan. Taisus who learns that the Dintim Masri of our Mishnah is limited only to a case of Rav, it works out well as Shitasai, because Taisus previously had learned similar to Rashi and the Ramban, that Masriyan of our Mishnah means a full-blown Hasra, of both Shifers and Tainus with the severity of the Sheva Tainus Achrainus. And according to that, it's very understandable that Taisus holds only when we're in a situation of Kafna, of Rav, does it call for such extreme measures. The Gemara continues, and the Gemara brings down a memory from Rav Kanina. If one can get food, a saw, for a sela, which is very expensive, but there's food is available, it still only has the status of bitzurasa of a food shortage. However, arba saw b'sela v'loishchicha. If one can get a tremendous amount of tfua, very cheap, four saw just for a sela. However, there's not a lot of food going around. In such a case, that has the status of kafna of a famine. However, Rabbi Yochanan qualifies his statement, and Rabbi Yochanan says that which I said that saw b'sela v'loishchicha merely has the status of bitzurasa. When you can buy a saw for a sela. But however, the food is around. It only has the status of a food shortage. When people have money to be able to purchase the food. However, if there's no money around, people don't have money to purchase food. So even if there's a lot of food around, it still has the status of kafna varav. And Rabbi Yechanan says, in fact, he remembers when he was a child, when there was four sons going for a selah, one could get four sons for just for the price of a selah, but yet there were people that they were stomachs were bloated in Tavaria because they had no money to be able to purchase the food. You see from Rabbi Yochanan, and even in a situation where there's a lot of food to go around, but if a person does not have the ability to access the food, the food does him no good, and it has a status like a rav. The Abu Dhabram explains Lefizeh, that which we say in the Tefillah of Nishmas on Shabbos. We say, with Sava kil kaltanu, we thank Hashem that even in a time of Sava, when there was a lot of food, he was mechalkalas, he gave us the ability to be able to purchase the food. And the Gemara teaches us that when it comes to Asker, when it is killing people, we are Masriya, and the Rambam in Perak Beis Mehilchas Tainis, writes the following, as far as people getting sick, how does it apply the din of Hasra? 
If many people have gotten sick in a certain city, for example, Askara or other sicknesses, and people were dying because of the sickness, this has a status of a tsar of a tibor, the guys in Latinus and Masrian. We are guys are Latinus and we have to be Masriya. And the base Yosef in Simin Tafkuf Ayin Vav, Sif Katin Hei Narachayin, is very bothered by the Shita of the Rambam. He says, Yesh Ladakik, Lama Lei Chilku, Bein Amesa Gimel Mesim, Be Gimel Yamim, Le Er Shal Chamish Meis. Why is the Rambam not being Machalik between similar to Dever, where the Gemara teaches us that to be considered Dever, you need three people to die in three days in a city with a population of a hundred? So, so to as well over here, why is the Rambam not Machalik? So the Beis wants to say, perhaps Dever is different, because the way Dever works is there's something, a physical change in the atmosphere, and it kills people without any waiting, they don't get sick, they just die on the spot. Therefore, when it comes to Dever, if it is not in that type of situation where three people are dying on three days, we say the Dever has passed, it is not going to stay in the Aver, it's going to move on, and therefore there is no issue. Masha'enkeh, when it comes to a regular Chayli, over there, there is no Tanai of three people dying in three days. The Lecha Mishnah, however, takes issue with the approach of the Beis Yosef, because he says, according to the Beis Yosef, it should come out, that when it comes to Dever, it's only considered Masriya, we only are Masriya on Dever, when three people die on three days. Yet when it comes to Askara, even two people dying on one day would be enough to be Mechaev Asra. The Lecha Mishnah says, that's hard to hear, he says, Dever definitely is something which is much more of a severe thing than Askara. And therefore, the Lechem Mishnah himself takes a different approach in the Rambam. And he says, if you look carefully in the Lashon Rambam, the Rambam already answered the question that the Beisheshev asked on him. The Rambam writes that when it comes to Askara, we're talking about a situation where many people in the Medina have already become sick. And therefore, the Rambam means to say like this, by Dever... Even if Dever only affects three people on three days and they die, that is enough when it comes to Dever to Yimachayev Hasra, because Dever is a much more severe thing. Mashiach came by Askra, the Rambam is explaining to us, it needs to be a situation where most people in the city walk upon him, a lot of people in the city are sick. And then by Askra, even if only two people die, that's enough because since most of the city or a lot of the city is sick, that is enough to say there's an obligation to be Masriya. However, the Lecha Mishnah says, of course, when it comes to Dever, if you would have a similar situation where most people are sick with the Dever, even if only two people die on one day, it would call for Asra. Dever is rather a Chiddush, since Dever is so severe, therefore, if all you have is three people dying on three different days, that is enough to obligate us to be Masriya. So it seems to come out that we have over here a very fundamental machlaikas between the Beis Yosef and the Lecha Mishnah. The Beis Yosef understands in the Rambam that the Rambam means to say that Dever has a certain aspect of a kula. That since Dever primarily affects the air, therefore if we don't see three people dying in three days, we say that it has passed, it has moved on. However, Lecha Mishnah says that's impossible to say. You cannot say that Dever is less severe than Askara. And therefore he says, of course, Dever has the same halachas, and the, the Chiddush of the Rambam just is, when it comes to Dever, Dever has a severity that even with just three people dying on three days, that is enough to Mechaev Hasra. 
So we have to understand what exactly is the point of their machlekes, the point of contention, the sight of the Shiloh over here between the Beis Yosef and the Lech and Mishnah, how to understand the Pshit of the Rambam. Perhaps we could say that the Beis Yosef holds similar to what we quoted from the Ramban in the beginning of the parak, which the Ritva brings down. Where the Ritva explained to us that when it comes to Asra, the Iker thing that we look at primarily what we want to see is, is something happening here, Shaloi Kedarei even if, as far as the tsar is concerned, perhaps you can have a situation where the tsar is even worse, but that's not the Iker Kevei of Asra. The Iker Kevei of Asra is totally in a Shinoi Mimen Hagei Shel Olam. It's something which is out of whack over here, which is telling us that it's Xer Shemayim. Therefore, we can say the Beis Yasef holds, since Dever, the Metzius of Dever is, that it's something which is in the air, and therefore, if we see the Dever is moving along, it's passing, it's not staying in the city, if so, there's no Mechaev of Asra. We say that this is a Tevedika thing, that a Shinoi happened in the Avir, but now it's passing through, and therefore there is no obligation to be Masriya. Because the Beis Yosef will tell you that granted Dever, in a way, is a more severe type of thing, the way Lecha Mishnah argues. I agree with that, the Beis Yosef will say. But the Beis Yosef holds, we don't look at the severity of the thing. The main thing to see is, is there a Gzair Shemayim over here or not? And therefore, as long as the Dever is going to pass, we can say there is no Xerish Shemayim. This was a Tevatika thing which happened, and now it passed, and therefore there is no obligation of Asra. Asha'enkin, we can say the Lecha Mishnah holds, that no, the Ikar Machai of Asra is based on the severity of the thing. And therefore, Dever, which is more of a going epidemic, something which goes from place to place, therefore is more Chamer, and therefore he says, there's no way that Dever could have more of a Kula than Asra. And the Gemara had said, Tanya am Rebbe ben Prata. Rebbe ben Prata had taught us, the Yom Shechar Beis from the day that the Beis Hamidosh was destroyed, Nashu Gishamim Tzimukim L'Aylam. The rain became like dried out. Sometimes it comes, sometimes it doesn't come. Sometimes it comes in a way, a good way. Sometimes it comes in a bad way. And based on Rebbe ben Prata teaches us, there are three aspects of rain which could be taiv. One aspect is when the rain comes in a way that the tit, that the cement, which is the ground, is misgabel yafeh, becomes a good mixture. Number two, if the rain comes at one shot, where everything could grow at one time. And number three, the rain comes early in the season in order to enable people to fashion bread and make their things without rushing. The Karen Ayer wants to say that all these three things are maromas in the Pasuk of Embuchukaisai Telechu. In the Torah tells us that if you follow the ways of the Torah, I will give you rain in its proper time. And the ground will give out its Yavul. The Karen Iris says this corresponds to the first thing. The Indian of the ground becoming like Tit, being Mizgabel Yafa. He says when it's Mizgabel Yafa, then it's able to give out its full strength, and that is the Pshat, the Aretz Titein Yavula. The Pasuk continues, the The times of harvest will coincide with each other. This corresponds to the second inning of the bracha, of the rain coming in its proper way, that everything grows in one shot. And finally, the Pasuk says, This corresponds to the last aspect, when the rain comes in its proper time, does not tarry, therefore there's enough time to bake the bread properly, and you're able to eat it. You have been listening to the Shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the Daf worldwide. 
If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a daf or a please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.